people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to The JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. James, man, it is good to have you back in the studio, dude. I was a little solo or, you know, I mean, Dominic and I were talking and we had some, we cut some episodes, but it's good to have you back, dude. Yeah, you've been cheating on me in the podcast room, man. Yeah, I know. It's, we, we just had some opportunities and we still <laughs> haven't figured out the whole, um, how do you have like a third person, you know, we're still yeah. kind of struggling with that. So we're going to be definitely on top of that, but uh, it's definitely good to to have you sitting here. And I know that we want to... Uh, we want to talk about how boring the week has been, right? Yeah, I'll tell you, I doze off at my desk about three. No, no not at all. None whatsoever. It has been, it's been a week already, right? I mean, yeah. it has been crazy. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much you want me to talk about this, but I wanna, I wanna explain to the people out there listening. It, it's the elephant in the room, right? It's this pandemic. It's this coronavirus, COVID, whatever you want to call it. It is affecting every industry that we're involved with. It's in, it's affecting industries that we're not involved with directly. Right. And we are, everybody's freaking out. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the point I want to make here is in spite of all of the panic that's going on out there, we have, we have taken a stance as a company. And that stance has come directly from the top. You, you formulated a response for our agents, you formulated a response response for our employees on how we are addressing this, and you've you've made some really really good statements on this, and I, I think it's a great opportunity for you to share some of those some of those statements with the people who are listening who may be in a similar situation, mm-hmm. and just not knowing how how to react to this stuff mm-hmm. or not knowing what their their company policy or stance is on this. So do, do you mind sharing that with us? Yeah, you know, I'm really, I mean, I'm glad we're talking about this. Um, actually, I mean, I'm not glad we're having to talk about no. this. Let me be honest with the with you on this. It's unfortunate. I, f- I feel like um, we, uh, it goes to the fabric of our nation that we're having to um, have conversations because of the situation that uh, I think a lot of people are finding themselves in and or people that are going to be finding themselves in. And, I, you know, as I was thinking about, like, how do we, how do we articulate this episode? One of the things I want to be able to do is, is I want you to be able to look back on this episode, not knowing where we're at in this whole thing, right? Yeah. Because there's, there's people that have uh, been dealing with this for, um, you know, a couple months. There's people that are yet to deal with this situation. And so I don't want you looking at this going, um, well, yeah, that was really easy to say because it was, you were only this far along in this, mm-hmm. right? And, and so I want you to, that, that, I think that's what we're going to really try to cover today is like, even though the situation has allowed us to have this conversation, it's so much bigger than this situation. It is. And and I want people to hopefully walk away from that. And the reason why we're doing this now is because in the in, when you're in the midst of this, I think it's so important. These are the conversations that we're having on a daily basis, but I think it's so important for you um, to have this conversation with yourself, to listen to things that will hopefully give you a bigger, broader picture of the reality of what life is going to bring you, regardless of what's going on in the world right now, okay? And so that I hope they take something like that away from this this uh, this podcast. Um, I would say this here. You know, I've been spending a lot of time going, okay, well, 
man, I know that I'm called to be a leader. And we talk about it all the time. You're mm-hmm. called to be a leader. Um, those of you that are listening to this, you are called to be a leader in your life. And I don't know about you, but I was, uh, I've, I've I'd asked this question to myself. I was like, okay, I know that I'm called to be a leader. How do I lead in this time? Or I know I can't not lead. How do I lead in this uh, this time? Right? Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle. They 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 they're gonna when they when they go and lead, they lead with reaction. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've really had to be very intentional with, even more so now, but where I've tried to just be in my life in general, is that I've really tried to take so much of the information that's going around me, good and bad, just so that I had the knowledge, just so I had an understanding too of like where people are coming at with the fear that they're experiencing, um, but also the positive sides of things too, like the other things that are going on that, um, you know, the unity that's happening, the, the, the faith that's going on and the people that are saying, you know, we're going to be united in this, even though we're have to have, uh, you know, social distancing and mm-hmm. so forth. And then, so you got to take all that in and then you got to kind of digest it. Right. And I mean, that's exactly what I was able to do before I put our messages out there as a company. As I was able to take all this information and really and get some advice, right? I mean, I got advice from other people, people that were sitting at my table that mm-hmm. I trusted. Yep. Um, but then also I had my time. I mean, I tell you, my most important time is my God time. Yeah. You know, and uh, and those of the, you know, that have listened to me in the past, like this is where, like this is where the proof is in the pudding, right? This is where um, when we talk about what we do, this is what we're doing right now. And so I had an opportunity to get in front of um, all of our companies, most of our companies actually today, and the message went out and what, you know, what we wanted to stand for as a company. And to me, I just look at it as an opportunity for us to say, you know, everything that we've stood for for the last five years, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those, those conversations that we've had with you about leadership and what that really looks like in life and what that really should look like in your world and what you should be doing and, and all of these things, like, you know, all those conversations that's when that th- that's when you should be stepping into it right now. Yeah, so, now is the time. Yeah, exactly. We're going to lead from the front. And most people go, okay, so well, how do I lead from the front then? Right? And so let's dive into that if you're comfortable with that. I mean, I, I think that, go ahead. Yeah, hey, these these conversations are going on, right? People are going, what do I do, right? There's There are so many people craving leadership right now. And unfortunately, Josh, they're getting this leadership from places like social media. Right. And that's not the best leadership, right? They need to be, first of all, leading themselves. And you always say that, and I appreciate that, but I, I want you to know, like, take us take us from there and those conversations that are being had and then go into, hey, how do you lead from the front? Yeah. I think that is so important um, as leaders that you're getting opportunities to hear from other leaders. And for those of you that are out there that are having that are in charge of messaging, you know, my my advice to you is like, who are you getting your advice from? Yeah. Right. Really be very, very careful with who's funneling into your heart and in your head, because those are the things that you're going to be exp- expressing to other people. The other thing that I would be very hesitant to as a leader is to say, especially if you're in charge of other people. So like, um, it, you know, for, for my, my role in our company is that we've got managing directors, we've got an entire leadership team. And I said, hey, listen, I need you to figure it out. Yeah. Like, just go lead. I need you to go do that. And you're like, well, how do I do that, man? Right? Yep. I, I wouldn't want that, right? Because I know that you trust me. You've given me authority in your life to say, hey, listen, 
I thank you for giving me freedom to lead in my life, but I also really, truly appreciate and respect your leadership. Mm -hmm. So this is where I need you to teach me how to lead. Yeah, because everybody's at a different level of leadership in their world. So I would say that as a leader, this is where you need to really, truly be very proactive in helping others lead in their life. And that's what we've tried to do in our company, right? So we've given our managing directors, we've given our internal staff opportunities and ways to look at how they should be leaving, like very specific examples of what they should be doing to lead in their life, right? So I think that's something you as a leader need to do. Be very specific, help them work through it. Now, they're going to have to own the story themselves, but you've got to help them give, you know, you got to give some direction here. And and that's kind of contrary to what we've said in the past, because sometimes what we've said, you know, especially like maybe in our, our relationship, right? As a managing director, I'm not going to give you the answer. I'm going to say, all right, so I'm going to ask questions. Well, what would you do? What does that look like? How, tell me more about that, right? Yeah. In situations like this, I can't wait for you to figure it out in 90 days. Correct. Right? And nor do you want to, right? No, you, you do a, a really good job. And we've had this discussion in the past where we can look at, at great leaders around us outside of our company and we go, all right, how could they have done this better? Or how could they have yeah. better communicated here? And w- what we've kind of come down to is being being a leader and then, and then delegating that authority to, to be a leader to someone else, what you really have to give them is the framework, right? Mm-hmm. You're not giving yeah. them the answers, just like you said. You're giving them the framework and you're saying, hey, here's how I like the problem solved. Here's how I like the problem to come back to me better. Right. Yeah. But once that's done, it's, it's kind of on you. In a situation like this where nobody really has the answers, we have to figure them out together. Right. And by by you kind of giving off some of that authority saying, hey, help me with this, we've collaborated and I think we came up with a, a pretty good response. Yeah. I mean, if you think about this, just look at across history, right? You know, um, when you think of like the great presidents that when times were really challenging, they rose up. Well, why did they, ro- why did they rise up? It wasn't because they were silent, right? It's because they they spoke life into the situation. Mm-hmm. They they allowed people to rally behind them by the confidence that they showed with the words that they chose to use, right? And they and so like I, I look at um, you know what I look at President Bush after 9/11. You know, and what he did to put that confidence back in in America. I look at JFK, right? When some of those speeches that he made that were just absolutely impactful of trying to unite a nation, right? Yeah. Um, I look at Martin Luther King, man. I just absolutely love some of his quotes, and I use a lot of his. Actually, I use a lot of his quotes because I think they're just so powerful. The thing I love about Martin Luther King and the, um, JFK and, and and President Bush is that they were men of action. Right. And one of the things that I talked about this morning was, you know, your words will be felt one way or another, but your action is what they're going to remember. Right. And I really believe, I really do. I believe that this is a, this is a time in our lives. We're going to remember 2020, of course, but I think this is a time where people's people will be defined. And I think leadership will be defined this year. And we're really going to figure out what's really important in leadership. Right, we all have this idea. We've heard all heard about servant leadership and what that looks like. I really believe that people will rise to the top of this, and you're going to really truly see some amazing people lead from the front because of the actions that they're willing to put in their lives. And so I'm excited about that opportunity for people to do that. I'm excited that I get to, that I'm going to have an opportunity to try to do that as well too. Not be perfect by any means. But, you know, we all as leaders are asking like, well, how can we do this? How can we lead? Well, we start leading by action and we lead ourselves. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's funny how many, when you're scrolling through uh, Facebook profiles or Instagram profiles or uh, LinkedIn profiles, it's amazing. It seems like everybody is a CEO of something, right? CEO, entrepreneur, leader, right? Leadership is a buzzword right now. It's times like this that separates the wheat from the chaff. Right. And we will see, we're going to see a lot of those people who will either be true leaders or or they'll be proven to be paper leaders. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those occasions where you you better you better step up when the opportunity presents itself. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just wanted this quote really quick. This is one that I used earlier, and it was a Martin Luther King Jr. quote. It says that the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in the moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in the times of challenge and controversy, right? And obviously, this was a man of action. This was a man uh, that obviously did amazing things in our countries, and we're still seeing and feeling and able to experience what he did in his time and his era that he lived. And I would say that that's exactly what we're going to feel. Now, I would say let's dive even more deeper. Can we just go one more layer deeper than this, right? Because when we talk about leadership, once again, it's words are so important. There's no doubt about it. You can motivate people. You can inspire people. You can help drive people. You can give people resilience. And of course, obviously you can plant fear in people too. So words are so important. But when I say actions, what does that really look like? You know, when you when we say, okay, we're going to lead in the front and we're going to take action on it, what does that mean? And I'm going to just give you some examples of what I feel like true leadership in times that are really challenging looks like, right? So one leader would come into an organization and say, all right, it's a really challenging time. Uh, we're not going to make the profits that we're going to make right now. Um, we still got to give, um, you know, like I'm going to still get my bonus or I'm going to still go on vacation, but we really got to like, we've got to sh- shut things down. And so we're going to, you know, we, we got to trim the fat, right? So we're, we've got 25 employees and in order for us to really get into a balanced budget, uh, we're going to let 15 of them go and we're going to get down. Okay. Well, that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what have you done? What, what have you shown as a leader that the value of people are, yeah. right? Um, first of all, maybe you haven't sacrificed for you haven't sacrificed yourself first, mm-hmm. right? So vacations and bonuses or salaries or whatever it is that you should have been doing and could be doing first, because that's what leadership is, right? Selfless leadership looks like that. Uh, but the other thing is, is like, well, why would you have to fire X amount of employees? There are so many other ways. There's so many other things. If you just even listen to other leaders about ways that you could make sure that you cut back things, right? There's so many other opportunities that you could have done in order to let people, in order to not let people go, right? Yeah. And so I, I think those are those are ways that we need to be looking at as we're all tightening the belt potentially, or we're all, hey, listen, this is plan B, this is plan C, and we don't want to get to C ever, but what are the things that we can be prepared for, right? That's leadership too. Let's be you proactive. And how many meetings have we had and said, hey, listen, we're going to be, we're positive about this. We're going to be, but we're also going to be realistic. We're going to look at what's going on. Hey, we, we all remember 2008. We all remember 9-11. And for those of you in our community, you also remember 2015 because we had another bust here. Yeah. Right. So what do we need to do to be proactive? Because we don't want to be reactive in the situation. And we've done that. And listen, we're not in that situation and we are doing everything we can so that we have we can maintain a great exceptional level of service for people and a positive atmosphere with a positive environment and we're giving people hope knowing that we have their back yeah you know and leaders need to be able to do that i think and it's so powerful for people to hear that yeah you know 
getting getting back to when, when we were looking at it on on every level, we got granular with with this thing, and it wasn't like we were like, hey, let's find one place to save a thousand dollars. It was like, hey, let's find a thousand places to save one dollar, and. Yeah. But we were prepared to do that. We were ready to do that. I mean, everything from from our stationary supplies to, uh, you know, you and I talked yesterday about turning down the thermostats a little bit, yeah, right? Hey, right. wear a sweater, right? Just trying to save just a little bit. If you are not making those efforts, if you're not doing those things, how can you say you really care, right? When it comes down to, hey, either we can do those things or we can let go 10 of our people. Yeah, and I think that unfortunately so many leaders think that that's smart leadership, yeah. right? And, and and here's the other thing too is like also I'm very cognitive of this. Like we're not trying to cut our services from our local vendors and local community members yeah. too because we know that that makes an impact as well too. Yep. So what can we do to say, hey, instead of maybe um, – you know, using your services four times a month, can we do it two times a month and still suffice, right? Yep. How do we be prudent with this? Because it's a chain reaction, right? Hey, listen, I'm just going to take care of my inner circle. And, you know, if you survive outside of that, then that's on you. No, I think as a, as a leader, as a responsible leader, you also have to look at the effect and the impact that you're making outside of your immediate circle. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people do that. Now, listen, you also have to be prudent, right? Because I can hear leaders right now going, well, dude, you know, you know you've you only got so much money and you've always got your bottom line. I get it. Yes, I get it. That's plan C. When you're thinking about plan B, the first thing you shouldn't be doing is cutting everybody off. Yeah. Right? Overreacting to the situation, right? Because it's a domino effect. Because who knows if you're the person on the outside of the circle for somebody else and then they say, hey, I don't need your services anymore. It's, it's going to be a domino effect. And if you are the one doing that, is it going to be any surprise that somebody does it to you? Yeah. And it, it was good to see that happen too, because we, we were taking into account all of those ancillary services that, that we impact through just our day-to-day business. And that was one of the things that you stood really, really firm on is, hey, we're not going to stop using all of our outside services. We have to, we have to keep them in mind too. That's just great leadership. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is it like, once again, I think as a leader, <clears throat> excuse me, in your community, um, you got to go, this guy's like, oh, I just got. That's fine. <laughs> so again, look at, looking at the impact, the, it's, it's like casting a stone into, into a pond. Our, when you drop that stone into the pond, there are rings that emit out from that. And those rings keep going and going and going. We're no different in business. We're no different as leaders. We're impacting people far beyond where we can see. And this is, again, this is one of those examples of it would have been real easy for you to go, all right, all of this, all of this out, these outside vendors, they all stop right now. Yeah. Man, that could have such long lasting, far reaching effects. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I had a little frog in my throat (laughs) when I was drinking. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, and once again, what what kind of a leader do you want to be, right? I mean, if you want to be just an internal leader for your internal organization and you're only making a minimal impact, fine. Then you do that. That's cool, right? Once again, as I think of this, people are going to define your actions from here in this point that you're experiencing, right? The two questions that I had for all of our people throughout our organizations is this, how will you be remembered in this moment? How are you going to be remembered in this moment? Because your actions are going to be remembered. People are going to remember how you loved on them, how you appreciated them, how you took care of them, how you forgot about them, how you left them out, 
right? They're going to remember that, that you didn't have their back or that you did release them or that you did no longer use their services, right? So how are you going to be remembered this? The other thing that I would say to this is this, this is way more internal is, is this, how will you remember yourself? Yeah. And that is so powerful because listen, all of, everything else can go, but how are you going to remember yourself? That's the thing that's going to eat you away for the rest of your life, right? And, and, and I know, like, I can look back at like, well, how did I, how did I handle 2008? How did I handle 9-11? How did I handle 2015? Right. And I can see my maturity or oftentimes my lack of maturity, my lack of faith, to be honest with you. Um, and, and I let fear capitalize on me a lot of those times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I had this conversation, um, I think it was yesterday about, you know, if you've listened to our podcast at the beginning of this year, uh, I went through some really trying times with my health and vitality and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, it's really interesting because I really believe like all of those things were, per, uh, were, um, were, uh, they were happening to me, preparing me, that was the word, preparing me for these moments. Yeah. Because I have so much faith. I have so much like I have clarity. I have sound mind. It goes off of the second Timothy uh, scripture that I had kind of mentioned. And we had talked about before is that you were not given a spirit of fear, right? But you were given a spirit of power of love and of sound mind. And I just feel through this right here is like, you know, listen, things could get really bad for anybody and everybody. They've been bad for people, right? Yeah. We're, this, this too shall pass. I will tell you that. I don't know how long, I don't know when, I'm not saying any of that kind of stuff, but I'm just saying this too shall pass. How do you want to remember yourself when it does? Yeah. To further your point, things weren't happening to you. They were happening for you, right? right. We talked about yeah. that. And how about it? I, I can't believe how, how true those words rang out just, just in the last couple of days or last week where we have, we've been forced to make some really, really difficult decisions that we might have made differently had we not experienced January and February the way we did. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that was... Yeah, and once again, I mean, we're just having conversations and we know that the potential is going to happen. But yeah, right, absolutely. We took the positive from some challenges that we had faced at the beginning of the year, but they were all prepping us. You bet. They were all prepping us, man. And, and I feel like we are so well positioned for this. And part of, I mean, so much of it is, uh, to be honest with you, so much of it is the mental part of it, mm -hmm. right? I mean, so much of it is the mental part of it. So, you know, as, as uh, we kind of wrap this up, I mean, I just want to encourage you guys out there is that the world, like right now, the world is telling you to be fearful. The world is telling you that you should be hoarding stuff, that you should be uh, taking care of only yourself, that you should be so scared of the things that have gone on in life. And I'm here to tell you, like, you need to have a foundation in faith. Now, whatever that faith is, I'm not saying that it's the same faith that I am. I'm talking about the faith that you believe that things are going to get better, that things are only temporary, that there are opportunities for you out there. And I want to make sure when I said that too, by the way, the opportunities, it is not at the expense of others. Very clear on that. It is not, opportunity is not at the expense of others, but I will tell you that there are opportunities for you to serve. There's opportunities for you to be the leader that you need to be for others because some people just don't get it. Mm -hmm. Some people are just not willing to step into that role. So this is a great opportunity for you to step into that role, to step ahead of everybody else and inspire other people to take that lead too. Yeah, and you you talked about this again this morning, and we we took it even a step farther saying, 
hey, everybody, everybody is an influencer. You have some sort of influence. And if you dogpile on this fear and this, all this, uh, uh, this, uh, I, I'm at a loss for the word, but if you're, if you're just keying in on the fear and the negativity, mm-hmm. then that's what you're going to, that's what you're going to put out there in yes. the world. And there's no reason for that, right? Yeah. You need to filter that and then, and keep that out of, out of your conversations, out of your posts, out of, out of all those, all those things that you're sharing with other people. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need to acknowledge it. I think you have to understand. And I mean, one of the things that we keep talking to people is that when you're talking to your sphere of influence and you're talking to your clients, when you're just talking to friends and family, I mean, your job as a leader is to find out where they're at. Yeah. Right. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? How's life? Because part of the fear could be something of, you know, could be real. Hey, listen, I just got fired. Hey, listen, you know, we're having a financial issue. Hey, listen, you know, my grandpa's sick. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not trying to placate any of that stuff I because fear is real. Yes. Um, courage is not because you have the absence of fear. Courage is because that you are fearless. You're less of the fear than you more of the courage, right? And so when you have courage in your life as a leadership, I think it's so important for you to acknowledge that, hey, listen, fear can be a good thing, right? Fear fear stops us from making really bad decisions, yeah. right? It protects us from being stupid in our lives. So it's not a lack of fear. It's just understanding that we're going to have more courage to be leaders than we are going to have fear to not be it. Yeah. And, and, and with that being said, I, I can't further that point anymore, but we, we talk about this and we see it. And a lot of our job day to day is to limit that fear. We say, Hey, I understand. I know you're freaked out because of X, or I know you're freaked out because of this, but Hey, let's talk about it. What's the worst thing that can happen? What's the best thing that could come out of this? And we're a lot of times, I think we're mitigating the emotions that come with fear more than we are the fear itself. Right. Yeah. And I think one of the things I'd love to highlight on what you just said there is that we just happen to be talking about this because of everything that's going on. Like this is a conversation regardless of what's going on. Like you don't need to be living life in fear in general, Mm -hmm. right? You need to be leading from the front. You need to be leading with faith in your life, the faith that you will continue to be a great leader, that you continue to make an impact, all of those things, right? So I just, this is kind of like an excuse to kind of go really deep into mm-hmm. it, but I want this to be a podcast that you can go back to when there's a challenging time in your life, right? When, when maybe a situation happens within the family or with a situation happens when you're within your business that you have no control over and you're going, okay, man, I'm really fearful. But you know, there was a great podcast that I remember listening to on the JK experience about having faith over fear, mm-hmm. right? And so this is something that I want you to be able to listen to repeatedly or to share with other people's because challenges are always going to be faced in our life. This just happens to be one that everybody's facing at the same time, unfortunately, right? You got it. So remember that you will always live. If you live a life, whatever kind of a life you're living, you will always be faced with challenges. And our job as leaders is to live with more faith than fear in our life. Yeah. And I I know that uh, that's kind of been your mantra here lately, and I know you're going to perpetuate that. And it's, it's really inspiring. I, again, I, I watch, I watch our people in our meetings. And when you said that, I got to watch the pens go to the paper Mm -hmm. and people writing that down because that was a takeaway. And I know that as we walk around our offices, we're going to see that written on whiteboards around our offices. 
Yeah. And so what he's, what James is talking about is that, uh, this hashtag that I, I would love for you guys as you're listening to this, uh, you know, just to respond to it, just let us know that you're listening to this. This is the pro, this is the one active thing that I'm asking you to do that like in a response is I'd love to see this hashtag faith over fear get some traction. And I'm not, I don't think I'm the originator of this. I don't think that like, I'm the only one that has ever come up with this. You know, there's probably a bazillion smarter people that have done this already, but it was something that has been, been, I've been thinking about and I'd love to have it. Hashtag faith over fear. It just puts a stance in every, you know, every post that you make or whatever, like just puts a stance of who you are, where you stand in this whole thing, right? And who you're committed to being as a leader in whatever scenario that we're in, whether it's right now or whether that's in months to come or whether it's in years to come. I just love that, uh, that it really kind of puts a stance of saying more about you than the situation that's at hand. Hey, you're going to have lots of opportunities to choose faith over fear. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, guys. Hey, um, I want to want to wrap this up here, but uh, I will tell you this. I know you know somebody that needs to hear this. I know that you know somebody that is buying into the fear, that is buying into all the crap that's going out there, um, or maybe they're just in a bad situation in their life right now, and they need to hear this message. And uh, you know that it's going to be um, important and relevant to their world. So, um, thanks for listening. As always. Remember, hashtag faith over fear. I'd love to see you post that below this. Uh, It'd mean the world to us, and uh, we want to just keep that movement going. So love you guys. Have an awesome rest of your week, and uh, we definitely look forward to uh, catching up again. Wait, before you go. We want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.